Hello, friends. Welcome to Daily Conversations, a lifestyle podcast where we talk about everything from God to relationships and current events. We are your hosts, Crystal and Demetrius Daly. We are young adult pastors and certified in marriage and family development. If you need advice on any topic, send us an email. We'll address it online and give you counsel on how to overcome it. We look forward to hearing from you, and we can't wait to help you live your best lives. Hey there, guys. Welcome back to Daily Conversations. My name is Crystal. And I'm Demetrius. And it is a new year, 2020. Happy New Year's, everyone. Happy New Year. What did I just say? 2020. Oh, my Lord. Please do do not go back to 2020. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. It is 2022. Happy New Year, peeps. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Um, Today's topic, we are talking about um, moving forward. And this is um, pretty much the topic to um, kick off the new year with, really because it's about new beginnings. Absolutely. It's about new beginnings. So, you know, we're just going to be diving in. We're going to be talking about um, new beginnings and um, things for the new year. I know a lot of you guys probably make resolutions. I don't make resolutions, babe. Do you Do you ever make resolutions? I remember when I used to. Yeah, that's the, the cliche thing to do. People make resolutions to, what's the most famous one? Lose weight. Go to right? the gym. Go to the gym yeah. and lose weight or um, stop doing this. Resolutions don't work. I mean, it may work for a small percentage of people, but... For the majority, it doesn't work. You gotta make you gotta make goals, realistic goals, and stick to them. That's what I was about to say. You took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> I do goals. Yep. I do do goals. And what I do uh, when I make a goal, I'll do like short term and long term goals, and then I also put like an action plan. Like, how am I going to obtain this? You know, a lot of times we just write a goal, right? Like, even if it's like to lose weight, we'll just put lose weight, or um, I want to go back to school, you know, or something like that. But then there's there's no action plan. There's like, when, you know, when do you see yourself finishing? Um, What do you have to do to enroll in school? Like maybe you need to contact the admissions office. You need to fill out your financial aid form. You need to complete your loan packet, you know, and those are action plans that you have to write down in order to obtain those goals. So that is something that um, I do a lot with goal planning is definitely write down action plans, guys. Um, because you need a breakdown to see what it is that you need to do in order to complete that goal so that you won't, I'm not going to say fail, but you know, you yeah, won't. So you, so, yeah. So you won't, um, not be able to maintain your, your, like what you set forward to do. Right. And you know what you have to do to get there. And it just kind of keeps you on point. So that's, you know, pretty much what we w- wanted to talk about today. New beginnings. Yeah. And one thing I do like that you do. And I got to actually get better at doing this, too, is you write down everything. I do. And, you're, and she has a planner, you, you guys. Um, and she, and she made, she's she she been doing this since I met her. Actually, well, a little bit after I met her. She's probably been doing it before I met her. But since I've known and married my wife, she's, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Bible says um, um, to, write, to write it down. Mm-hmm. To write it down. Make it plain and simple. Write it down. Because you will forget. You, you, you know, and she has this planner yeah. and she sticks by that planner and it keeps me on track. Um, it keeps our family on track. And we've been able to obtain a lot of things that we wanted to do. Right. Um, and, and, you know, that we talk about, she actually writes it down mm-hmm. and, she, and we remind each other 
um, and then we were able to uh, you know obtain what what she writes down because it's always in front of her. Yeah, so. and I actually started it, babe. Um, when you proposed to me, when we got engaged, yes. because when we got engaged, it was like a lot was going on, right? We was planning a whole wedding, so. I took the time out to get a planner to keep me on track of appointments. You know, we had tons of appointments, yeah. cake appointments, dress appointments, going here, going there, viewing this, viewing that. Moving. We were moving at the yeah, same time. Yeah, we were doing a lot. Right. So I would write down everything just to kind of keep me on track. And that's really where my planner started. It was really when you, after you proposed to me and it just kept on. And now it's just something that, you know, I definitely... I look forward to, I even buy myself a really nice planner, personalized and all that other stuff to keep me on track to make sure that, um, you know, I just enjoy what I'm doing. I'm looking in it every day. I make yep. sure I'm writing things down and um, sticking by it. Yeah. And the great thing, what we're over the years, the last three or four years, what we were, were able to do in obtaining these goals just by Crystal writing them down and us sticking to it and, and actually moving in an action plan to do what we said we were going to do. We've, we've been able to do at just about everything we put on our vision board that we had. And now we're at the point where we're planning to, to not obtain things, but to give things away. Right. And that's the point where I believe a lot of Christians and people in general should come to where you're able to start giving things away and start giving your time away to, mm -hmm. you know, without anything in return. You know, and I'm happy at the point of our life where we're at, where we're OK. By such a such date, we're getting rid of all these new clothes with tags and stuff. We're getting rid of this. We're, yeah. we're giving this away. We're cleaning we're, out. We're, we're going to have something for the young adult ministry. And, you know, we're going to buy the food. We're going to instead of us saying, all right, we're going to get this, this materialistic thing. We're going to get a car. We're going to get a house. Those things are good. But we're, we're now it's to the point where we've grown where we are able to give back. Yeah. And she's even writing that down. I like that. Yeah. And that's, that's a good thing too, to talk about, like just getting rid of things. Cause mm -hmm. a lot of times, Ooh, look how the Lord just blessing us through this. Cause I'm like, this is tying into our topic, but, um, getting rid of things, just like things that you are holding on to. Yes. Um, and this is now we're talking about naturally. Then we're going to jump into spiritually Spiritual because yep. that's really what that's the topic it's, was it's, about. We're building it up. <laughs> we're building it up. That's why I mentioned that. Cause it, it goes right into the spiritual realm. Yeah. It's like naturally like holding on to clothes. You know, I, I personally live by the two, two year rule. If I haven't, and really less than that sometimes, but if I haven't worn something in two years, whether it be some costume jewelry, um, or clothes or shoes, pocketbooks, I get rid of it. I get rid of it because I don't want a whole bunch of stuff just cloud in my house and I mean we have a large home and it doesn't look filled at all it's like I'm, I'm really minimalistic we are minimalistic so you know when you come if you came to my house you're like well I don't see anything and somebody actually said that to me it was like you have stuff in your basement I do you know sometimes you don't physically see things that need to be um given away given away or something that you need to get rid of but you got to take inventory you know you got to look around you got to take inventory of the things you got to go through your drawers you got to go through your closets you got to you know go through you know whatever your basement or your attic and you have to make inventory and get rid of those things so right. and get rid of good things like you know we're not supposed to be like our I don't like it, so I'm, I'm gonna give it to this person. No, so that's it has to come to the point where you like something so much you want it. Those are the things that's hard to get rid of and give to someone else. And we're at that point where we're giving yeah. good things away. Um, 
and that falls right into like the spiritual part of it where where we were going with this that yeah like crystal said like you know we're spring is i know we're in winter but spring is quickly approaching and what's the big topic spring cleaning yeah spring cleaning don't mean you know to you know dust your house off it means to get rid of some things even things that you like mm-hmm. and give them away. If you're not using it. If you're not using it. Even something that you use that you know somebody else may need, give it to that person. Yeah. You and know? wait till you see that bin that I got in there, babe, or the stuff yeah. that I'm giving away. You're going to be like, wow. <laughs> but Yeah. Yeah. Because it may not seem like, like she said, it may not seem like you have a lot, but between crooks and crannies, you can fill up a box quick. Yeah. And, and you're like, man, I didn't know I had all this stuff start moving yeah. <laughs> you'll see really quick how and much so stuff we're, you guys we're packing got. things up and we moving it out and spiritually you know that's that's what you know we want to talk about too is moving forward and god and new beginnings because a lot of times you know we are so bound by everything you know mm-hmm. we let things consume us we let the enemy consume us you know and the enemy only can do things that you can allow you know so even do, even yeah. people you know they're so concerned with um maybe like people who pray even against other people you know, or, you know, speak these ill spoken words or whatever have you. I'm like, no, those, those, you know, you pray against that stuff that, that can fall on, that will fall on deaf ears. You know, when you pray into God, um, your enemy has no power or authority over you. And, you know, we need to recognize that and we need to move forward in the things that are binding us, whether it's, um, like addictions, um, whether it's alcoholism or, you know, drugs or porn or I, I, I mean, whatever the even if it's not an addiction, even if it's something that, you know, has you bound like, you know, stress or anxiety or anything like that. It is time to unpack, like pack that stuff up and like unpack it out your life, but pack that stuff out and move it out to move forward in God like how long are you going to allow anxiety stress depression addiction to debilitate you like how long are you going to let it reside within you like are you tired of it you know like how long are you going to have that thing take resonance in you right and it's funny because our natural body loves to hold on to things you know, and a lot of people struggle with holding on to old habits, you know, and what's the definition of insanity? It's doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results, you know. So old habits that you have in your life, like Crystal said, old um, uh, desires and stuff that you know that, that that's not good for you. You got to take those things and get rid of them, you know, because that's what's holding you back from allowing yourself to give good things spiritually to people. You can't if you can't. Um, understand the word and for yourself how can you give the word to other people especially those who are lost Come so on. you gotta get and how do you get rid of that's the thing people don't know how to get rid of uh habits and addictions and all the other stuff it's an, it's an action plan just like we talked about in the natural you know how, how you gotta physically go in your closet and remove those things and pack them away even though you don't feel like it you gotta do the same thing with these addiction these habits you gotta you know yeah god is, is almighty and he can f- f- by one touch of his hand he can heal you but a lot of time god wants you to uh have an action plan you know um he put doctors and people to talk to in place for specific reasons get up go see someone go seek some help 
you know, yeah. you got to go to church, you mm-hmm. know, um, a, a spirit filled church, not just any church. You got to have discernment. And the, and the question is always how, how do I do this? It's by moving, you know, and not all at once. You can't, you know, put all your eggs in one basket. Take this little step by step. God said he orders, he orders the steps of his people. So you got to take small steps. And the first thing might just be getting up and getting dressed. If, if you don't make it out the door to church, at least you got dressed. Maybe the next week you get dressed. Now you make it out the door to church. You may feel uncomfortable, you know, opening up your word. That's the most important thing and reading your word and understanding who God says you are, you know, and that addiction that's over you. God can take that away. You just got to, you know, you got to have some good willpower and you got to have some good determination to stop doing what you're doing, to stop thinking the way you're thinking. Um, to stop letting stop letting that have control over you because we blame the devil for everything. Yeah, even stuff that he ain't doing to you. You know, people love to blame the devil. A lot of time it's you. You know, you're getting in your own way. You're not the one that's studying. And of course, when you're not studying, the devil takes um, uh, advantage of that. Right. You know, so you know you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta start doing doing um, what you want. Want you gotta start doing what you want out of your life yeah. instead of. Just thinking about it and say, oh, I, I want to do this and never do it. Yeah, because it's like it's like really going nowhere in a circle. Right. And I'm glad that you was talking a little bit about discernment because um, I was just thinking as you was talking and before you said it, it was so funny because you keep going where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to stop like letting things we are. We got to stop letting things um, fool us and trip us up. And the way that we do that is to use discernment. You know, we let things trip us up all the time it's like we cannot recognize what's making us bound yes we can't recognize what's causing the addiction we can't recognize why we're anxious why we're stressed and you know we have to start using discernment and being in the word of god because you know god god said cast your cares on uh, me for i care for you mm-hmm. so yes. cast your cares onto the lord for you know he'll care he cares for you and he cares about your situation what you're going through and everything you know it's not a battle. You know, you got to let you got to let God hand that stuff over to God. Let God, you know, um, work in your life. A lot of times we don't even let God move. You know, we don't let God do what he needs to do because we're so focused on thinking that we can do it when we're not. Mm-hmm. God is all powerful. You know, God, God has the ability to um, fight your battles. Like even like a lot of things that I see sometimes or. Even when I when I know that people are secretly coming for me, I don't even let it move or shake me. Right. One because you don't have no power authority over me. So right, right. you know, to me, I'm like I'm not even really concerned about you in the first place. And then secondly, you know, because God fights my battles. Like when you walk in, and that's that's another thing. Like when you walk in, in accordance to God's will. Your life will speak for you. Your works will speak for you. You know, just make sure you are displaying the fruits of the spirit, you know, and and, you know, people will see the God in you and, you know, God will fight your battles. And sometimes you don't even have to say a word. And, um, you know, people just you know, they just try to throw things at you. And it's like, no, God, God got this. I'm not going to fight this. So one of the scriptures that I wanted to pull up was James, um, which is what? First James 1 and 17. And it says, this is the amplified version. And it says, blessed, happy, spiritually prosperous, favored by God is the man 
who is steadfast under trial and preserves when tempted for he has passed the test and been approved. He will receive the victor's crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them, to, to those who love him. Mm. Now that is a, I mean, come on, that's, that's a good scripture. And sometimes we have to, um, you know, keep that in mind, you know, just, you know, don't be tempted and moved by everything that you see, right. you know, um, well, that's where faith comes in, right? Don't let things shake you, right? You got to have faith. Faith is a substance of things <clears throat> not seeing the evidence of things. Wait, faith is, faith is a substance for. of things are not seeing the evidence. Of, uh, faith is a substance of things hoped for the evidence <laughs> of things not seen. <laughs> Haven't said that in a long time. I know but that that's basically what faith is, you know, um, like just like Crystal said, not being moved by what you see. Now there may be some people that's questioning, like like, look, I, I read my word. I'm doing what you guys said I'm doing, but I'm not seeing any results. You know that, and I go to church every Sunday. I pray. I I speak in tongues, and I I still have this life that's just in is in chaos. So what about that? And I'm kind of losing losing hope. I'm here, we're here to tell you don't lose hope. God does things decent and in order. You know, it's it's it's, all, and it's it's not about a lot of people says you know um, about time. God doesn't operate in time. He really doesn't. He operates in seasons. You know, so it may be your season to go through something. God never said you're not gonna go through it. You know, He will bring you through it. You know, and He will bring you to where you need to be. Um, so you just gotta you gotta hold on. You gotta keep doing what you're doing. It says, do not get weary in well doing. That's what the Bible says. So if you're that person who's been doing what you're doing you're not seeing any results you just got to keep doing what you're doing god is going to reward you just yeah. don't lose hope you don't lose faith keep doing what you're doing because remember everything you're you're doing anyways you're supposed to be doing it doing it unto the lord you know and, not, and you know yeah god's gonna bless you don't do it for yourself do it to god he gets unto the god. honor amen he gets the honor and that's why you do it. and that's what keeps me going because it's hard i you know we're, we're human i wake up sometimes like man you know, I've been doing this for like five months and, I, you know, I keep getting attacked. You know, this this ain't working. And then God will remind me, Jesus will remind me, look, you stay steadfast. I Come got on. you. I'm walking with you. And then he'll show you, he'll show you things. He'll show you, you know, he'll show you exactly what he's doing. And you just got, you, you just got to stay on track, you know. Um, it's, you, you know what is so funny? I'm over here laughing. Because, you know, I write down some things that um, the Holy Spirit will, you know, deposit into my, you know, into my spirit while you're talking and you be going right where I am going. <laughs> this is like the fifth time. I'm like, we are definitely one. I'm laughing. Right. I'm like, she got her notes and I'm sitting over here just saying free, it. Free and I'm dancing. like, hello, <laughs> you all up in my notes over here. But yeah, like I was, you know, there's a situation that is I'm going to say trying to arise. It won't, it won't arise. Mm. Trying Speak to it, arise babe. and it. It, it will not arise. But the Lord gave me, watch this, babe, watch this. The Lord gave me a word. I would say about two months ago, he gave me a scripture and I, I wrote down the scripture and the Lord told me like it was for me. The mm. scripture was for me. And now I'm starting to see, uh, the fruition of it all mm. is starting to come. You know, I'm starting to see why God God gave me that word, and that word was in First Corinthians 15, which he was just talking about. Remember this word, babe. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. 
um, be continually aware that your labor, even to the point of exhaustion, now this is the amplified perversion, is the Lord, even to the, let me read that again, I'm sorry. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always doing your best and doing more than is needed, being continually aware that your labor, even to the point of exhaustion in the Lord is not futile nor wasted. Mm -hmm. It is never without purpose. And I'm starting to see what that word, you know, when the Lord gave me that word. He dropped it in my spirit and and I just pray when the Lord gives me words or or anything like that, a vision or a dream. You know, of course, you pray and ask God, you know, what what is this God? Who's it for? What is it? And God doesn't reveal everything to you at one, one time. time right? Right, right. At least not to me. He gives it to me in bits and pieces. So now. I know what this word is. I know, I know why he placed it upon my heart. I know why God dropped it in my spirit and said it was for me. And it's like, even for situations that will try to arise, like your works will speak for you and you just remain steadfast, unmovable, and you always abound to the work of the Lord. Like you always keep God first and nothing that you will do will be wasted. I love that word. Oh, me too. I love that me word. Me too. And, you know, for for those of you that are bound, you know, I, I would say, you know, be fed up, be yeah. fed up. You know, enough is enough. Let let don't let another year go by where you are bound mm, by anything, anything, anything at all. Be fed up. Enough is enough. I will no longer carry this. It does not have power over me. You know, the depression, the anxiety, the addictions, it doesn't have power over me. I have a liberty in God. And that's what we have to do. We have to move forward. We have to stop letting everything, our situations define us, things that we've been through. What's stressing us out? Don't let it stress you out no right, more. Right. Don't let whatever's making you anxious. The Bible said be anxious for nothing. Exactly. But in everything with supplication to prayer, make your request known unto God. Yes. You know, that's the word of the Lord. Like, stop being anxious. You don't have anxiety. Like, no, I, I don't have anxiety. Whatever's making you anxious, you know, it's not making me anxious no more. I am going to be, uh, you know, steadfast and unmovable. I'm not going to be standing in anxiety. I'm not going to let these things frustrate me. I'm not going to let my job stress me out. I'm not going to let what my kids doing stress me out. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Right. How long are you going to be bound by that to where now you sick? You, you know, your stomach hurt this happening, your health, let it go. Move forward in God, trust in God, knowing that, you know, he, the Bible says, um, everything works according to, um, the goodness of God. What, what, mm-hmm. what scripture I want to talk about? Yeah. Um, and for those who love, love him mm-hmm. and called, called according to his purpose. So my brain is going too fast, but, um, <laughs> you know, that, you know, you have to make sure that you're going forward and leaving things behind you know, and not being bound by these things. You have to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yes. Yes. So. And also, too, um, the big uh, the big elephant in the room is the world. What the world seeks is uh, as success and as healthy for them is money. Mm-hmm. That's the big elephant. It's monetary and materialistic things. Oh, if I just had this, then I'll be better. If I had this, then oh, then I could do that. 
And God's not God says you can't serve two masters, you either love one or hate mm-hmm. the other. God you cannot serve man and money. You can't. You know, serve God, peace, joy, love, your health. Those are the things that God wants you to have. You know, God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. So you seek first the kingdom of God, which he means like the peace, health, joy, uh, love, faithfulness, um, all those things. God will add the other stuff to you, the materialistic things. Those things are going to weary and go away. When you die, you're not bringing any of that stuff with you. Mm-hmm. And but the the matter of the fact is, when you die, when I die, no, God said He has. I have many mansions in my house, so I know what's here on earth is just a little little lint compared to what God has in store for us when we get to heaven. You know, the 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 the, the new earth it talks about. You know, so stop worrying about money and and thinking that's going to solve all your problems because it's not. You know. God wants you to be healthy. He wants you to be in, in, in peace. And when you are in his word and you have love in your heart, you know, and when you go after him that way, that's what makes you better. What would it profit if you gain the whole world and lose your soul yeah. because you're unhealthy, but you got a lot of money. When rich people are in their deathbed, the last thing they think about is how much money they got. They just want to be healthy and whole. And you can ask any of them <laughs> if you had had to had a chance that's been sick. The last thing that's under mind is financial stability they want to be healthy in there for their you know for their for their kids another thing me and chris have been talking about and this is this this is uh you might disagree with us you might you might agree with us conferences i love i i i I love a conference don't get me wrong i love a conference especially to, to my women i love a conference but stop going to conferences every single week and getting the same thing and then going back to a conference. Why do you go to a conference for if you're not, you know, keep going to the same conference if you're not. Every time you it. go, you broken and you, 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 yeah. st- you leave broken. And they all talk about the same thing. Negativity, brokenness and and I need a healing and and uh, I need to overcome this, overcome that. And, and, and then you got to pay for these conferences. So it's a money grabbing thing. Not all of them, but most of them. You know, yeah, and I know the point is like sometimes yeah. you look to encouragement for people to like you look for encouragement to get you out of a situation. But honestly, you should be doing that work yourself, too. Yes. You know, yes, you should be like uh, you can't you know, you go to a conference. Fine. I'm, again, I have nothing against conferences. I, I attend I, I, myself yeah. at from time to time, not all the time. But, you know, um, you go broken, you know, like. I, to me, it would be more productive about receiving the promises of God, you know, because you know, you broken, you know, you, you got to work on that area yourself. You know, I mean, yeah, you can go for deliverance or, you know, but you can pray over yourself and, you know, again, you don't have, you are holding on to those things and you go into a conference or whatever have you to, to get unbroken. You you know, you may get going to get some tools and some scriptures, you know, which is great. But you have to do the work. Right. And the Bible says, um, you know, faith without works is dead. You know, so you have to put in the work. You have to have faith in God that he's going to change a situation that he you're, you're not going to be broken anymore. Right. You know, you won't allow it. You're going to, again, let those things go. You're going to unpack everything that you holding on to you hoarding. Um, you're going to let those things go and you're going to give them to God. But, you know. 
if you continuously, sometimes you got to, again, step back. That's almost like um, what I said earlier, taking inventory, yeah, right? Yeah. Sometimes you got to step back and like, why am I constantly going to broken conferences and healing I'm still broken? Why am I constantly here going to healing yeah. conference and I'm not healed? Right. What are you doing? Right. You got to take inventory. Right. Seek the word. Mm-hmm. Stop seeking the conferences to, to heal you. You know, you're like, oh, I, I'm going to go to this because, they're, you know, this evangelist is going to be there and this, this prophetess or this prophet is going to be there and, they, and they, they, they're going to be talking about healing and brokenness. We're going to write some stuff down. You can do that at home. Everything you need is in the word, you know, and that's why God said get understanding, you know, because if, you, if you're going to use conferences to get understanding, you're doing it the wrong way. Don't get me wrong. They do have some scriptures in there to help you understand and you're assembling, you know, with the saints and it's powerful in there, you know, when you go. But. You know, when 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 you understand the word and have knowledge of the word and have God to open up your understanding of the word yourself and you're doing it, you know, yourself, and you having that one on one conversation, that one on one relationship with Christ. That's is what sets you free. Yeah. You know, not a conference. Don't get me don't get me wrong. Like I said, conferences are good because there are a lot of broken people. Yeah, a lot some of people, people do are, receive a breakthrough. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who are babes in Christ that need to go to some conferences. But there's a certain point we got like, all right, I went to one or two. I'm good now. I, I, got, I got the tools that I need to start my journey myself and, and my relationship with God and the word. So, th- you know, that's good. But, you know, <laughs> you got like this, this every week someone's doing a conference. It's the same thing. It's, uh, you know, pour the oil all, all over me conference. You got this, this uh, uh, you know, I, I'm not trying to pick on any uh, anybody or anything because I know why they're doing it. You know, a lot of them are doing it to help people. Some of them are doing it to you know, to gain some, uh, some extra funds. So you got to be careful of, of what you're doing, what you're seeking and have some discernment. And even with churches, if you're going to church to be entertained, you're going for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. If you're going to church just to hear the choir sing, you, you got, you got some problems. If you're only worshiping God during, during praise and worship, you got some problems. You know, God honors our worship, you know, when we're by ourselves, when we're in our home, when things aren't going good yeah. and when things are going good. Now, don't get me wrong. Like when things aren't going good, a lot of people worship God because they want it to change. But when things are going good, a lot of people forget about God. They put him in their back pocket. You know, so moving forward, new beginnings, worship him when you're doing well. Mm-hmm. You know, give him the honor and praise for everything that you receive. And I'm talking about spiritual things. I'm talking about those things, you know, you know, don't in the materialistic thing. Yeah. Think of, think them for that too. But I'm talking about the breakthroughs spiritually. Yeah. Like, you know, you may have been having holding grudges against someone and now you're able to forgive that person, make a phone call and say, thank you, Lord, forgive me. Give me that courage to do that. Now, you know, that burden is off my shoulders. I can move on, you know, cause those things could be holding you back. You can have a grudge against someone for 30 years that they did something to you 30 years ago. And it felt like it's yeah. yesterday. And that's hold, that's holding you bond bondage, bondage. from moving forward mm-hmm. and what you want and what Bitterness. God has called you to do. And if you let that go and you forgive that person, you can be able to move on and mm-hmm. do exceedingly abundantly what God, uh, you know, has for you. Yeah. You know, so. And you got to check your spirit. Yes. You know, again, check your, you know, make sure if you, I, I keep saying this, I, there was a good word that I, ha- I was listening to. Um, I went to someone's house for a Christmas, a Christmas party and she had a good word and I'm still like really 
just kind of go <laughs> going by that. But, you know, it's so simple, but it's so true. You know, with everything you do, check your, check the fruits of the spirit. Like, does it line up? Mm-hmm. You know, does it line up? Like, are you doing things with joy? Are you doing things with peace? If you're not, if you check, you need to check yourself. If you're doing something opposite than the fruits of the spirit, you need to check yourself. Check yourself. Maybe it's not of God. You know, if you're doing anything that, you know, are nasty or, you know, um, and you, you know, you know the reason behind what you're doing, you yeah, know. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, somebody, you know, either prophetically, they know the reasons behind what, what you're doing, too. They see right through you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to um, make sure that you, you know, doing things by the fruits of the spirit, that you displaying the fruits of the spirit when you um operating when you're doing things when you know and if it's contrary you need you need check your heart posture mm. you need to check your heart posture and um you know you can't let these things this these this bitterness and rejection and the neglect and all of this stuff rule your life anymore yeah it's time let to it go. It's time to let it go it's time to it's let time it go it's time to bury it and don't let it come back up mm-hmm. you know because you know, uh, what's the, they've been saying that when the devil reminds you of your past, remind him who God is. Yeah. You know, yes, well, that's what you got to do. You got to bury that thing. Get you, make sure you have, even if you write five or six scriptures of who God say you are, anytime you have, if you have to post it around your house, anytime that thought may come into your head, you kill that thought. Yeah. You know, you kill that thought and say, no, God says, you know, I'm this, or God says I'm royalty and I'm a royal priesthood. God says that you know i'm i'm um you know he gives me beauty for ashes god says you know whatever what get you some scriptures you know live by the word of god know who you are i am not that thing right and you and guess what just because you said it it don't mean nothing i rebuke that i bind it in the name of jesus because that's not who god says that i am i am this and i ain't gonna let you Tell me who I am when God says who I am. Right. Walk Stop around. letting people say who you are. No, Absolutely. you're not that. Absolutely. Walk around with your head up. You know, don't walk around defeated anymore. You know, this, 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 the, the, the defeat mecha, uh, uh, thing that we got, you know, that people walking around with, like, you know, this, this, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm blaming the government. I'm blaming this. I'm blaming that. Get rid of that stuff. Like Crystal says, start walking who God says that you are. Walk around like like you're a queen and, 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 and that you're a king. Yeah, you might not have the 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 palace to to show that you're a king, but that you don't need to to have all that stuff to know who you are mm-hmm. in Christ. You and, know. Yeah, and that was another thing when you was talking about like the the money and people dying on their deathbeds and being rich and the only thing they want to do is be healed. Um, you know. The Bible says God, you know, God supplies all of our needs according to our riches and glory. So, you know, we just have to, to, I'm sorry, to his riches and glory. So we have to um, believe in his word and know that he will supply each and every need Uh, that we have. Yes. You know, we just have to do the work. A lot of times, you know, we'd be like, oh, God supplies all my needs, but we ain't doing the work. Right. No, you got to get out and work. You know, when we were buying this house, we didn't just say we just didn't pray to God and be like, Lord, we want you know we 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 thinking you know we thinking you and pray and praising you now for the home, and you know we thinking you for this and we thinking you for that and we didn't put in the work. Right. We oh, we we made sure our credit our credit said. was mm. good. 
you know, we, we made sure that we wasn't overspending. We was making sure all our bills was paid. We was making sure we was saving. We was being diligent. And we made sure that everything was intact. We wasn't, we didn't even go out. We was being just like, so, uh, um, what I want to say, just like we, we was just, just living a fruit, like a, a, a lifestyle that was like minimum. We wasn't spending a thing. And that's, that's the works that we had to put in to obtain this house. Yeah. Go ahead, babe. I yeah, know, you, know, you know, cause it's, it's, when you were saying that you got to put in the work, I know we talked about it earlier, but in one passage in the word, Jesus said, they worship me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Mm-hmm. Depart from me before, before I never knew you. We don't, don't be that person. Don't be a lip worshiper. And what I mean by that is you, we, there's a lot, there's a lot of people walking around saying that they're Christians and they're even praising God, saying the name of Jesus, but their hearts are far from him. Yeah. You know, it's what you it's what you it's what you do. You know, are, are, are you just praising God on a Sunday and then you're uh, from Saturday, from, from Monday through Saturday? What are you, what, what are you doing? You know, are, are you letting things bother you? Are you just that, that, that person who's who's like will curse somebody out in a heartbeat and talking about God know my heart, you know, and people even got scriptures written on them. Only God knows my heart and all this stuff. God do know your heart. <clears throat> you can't fool God. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, so stop, stop being just a lip worshiper and start doing what God's called you to start, start moving and start having some action, you know, and that's loving on people. That's giving your time, your talents and yeah. your treasure. And and that's why teams. I watch people. Mm-hmm. You know, I watch people and again to seeing what 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 are they bearing, what fruits of the spirit, because you could easily discern the position somebody's coming from if you're watching them. If yes. they're doing if they're saying one thing but they, they doing another, mm. nah, I'm all I'm all set. Like I see you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you gotta you know, you gotta be you gotta just be on point and discern you know, what is, what is not of God. Yeah. And ex- just examine yourself, you know? Yeah. We're, we're up here telling you guys, but we have to examine ourselves too, because we could be that person and not even know it Yeah, because we're so used to routine still. So used to, you know, um, you know, um, going through the motions. We really got to sit back and examine the Bible says, examine ourselves, you know, and what God wants me to do. Like what, 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 you know, how, how am I to my wife? Mm-hmm. How am I to my husband? How have I been uh, last year? And now this is a new year. How do I want, how do I want to go forward? How, how's this new, how would I want to do in this new beginning to make a difference, to yeah. be different this year? You know, what do I want to do? How do I get a breakthrough? You know, start asking yourself those questions. How have, how have I been at my job? Have I been slacking? You know, we ask for promotion we ask for these things, but you're not doing the things to get the promotion. You know, are you going above and beyond? If your boss tells you to go a mile, are you doing two or are you doing half a mile? You know, um, we really got to examine ourselves and, yeah. and do what God told us to do. We got to be good stewards. And we have to, the, the, this is the, the main key to of, of moving forward and, um, and dealing with brokenness, mm, right? Mm-hmm. It's repentance yes. and deliverance. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you pray to God and you uh, you repent. Yes, you know, first. you repent mm-hmm. first for anything that is and ask him to get rid of anything that, you know, will hinder having a relationship with him. Yes. You know, repent and then ask God for deliverance. Lord, move this thing out of my life. 
you know, move it, Lord. I don't want to carry this thing no more. I give it up. I surrender all. I surrender this to you. You know, I surrender, I surrender my life to you. Yes. So the key is repentance and deliverance. Repentance and deliverance. Yes. Absolutely. I agree, sweetheart. That's that's the first sign. Yeah. And that's that's why. Why did why did the Israelites walk run around in the, in the wilderness for 40 years? They would not repent. Yeah. <laughs> they went in a circle. The promised land was right there, about two, what, on, two to three miles right Come there. On. They walked for 40 years 40 in a circle. Years. Don't be, that's what I'm saying. For don't pride. let 40 more years, sis, bro, don't let five, 10, two, three, 40 more years come by. Get out of wilderness. Mm. You know, don't let it come on, babe. That was good. Don't, you know, repent. Don't be in the wilderness. Yes. You know, don't let it, don't let 40 years go by. Don't even let another day go by. Right. You know, move forward in God. Yes. So that that's the word. That is that is the word. That was a good word. That, that blessed that sure my was. that blessed me, babe. It sure did. Bless me it, too. It blessed me. Well, I was preaching to myself. Me too. I was like, <laughs> come on. I was like, listen, that was that's a good word. Come on, Jesus. Yes. Yeah. So guys, um, if you ever have a question for us, if you want to know how to live your best life, if you want to know how to move forward in God, if you need help with um repentance, deliverance, if you need a prayer. Or if you have any questions for us, make sure you send us an email. Our email address is our last name. It's D-A-I-L-E-Y conversations at gmail.com. Send us your questions, guys, and we'll answer them on air and give you the best advice on how to move forward. But thank you again, guys, for listening in. This was an amazing topic. Um, I'm so excited about this year. I hope you guys are excited. I pray all of you are well. There's so much going on. We, um, you know, just got over COVID. Many, many people are getting over COVID. But I pray health, prosperity over you right now in the name of Jesus. And until next time, guys, peace, peace out. out.